with you all day long. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. It's the post show, pre show podcast. Uh, I think that's what it's called. I think you got uh, it. Man, yeah. We had a lot of fun again this morning uh, finding out, of course, that we do have uh, well, some of the best jobs in the whole wide world, don't you think? Yes, we do. We're very lucky. McHappy Day yesterday, uh, Matt and I were struggling working behind the counter. It's like you've got to pay attention, you can't be dyslexic. Um, yeah, I, mean, we, I think we, you know, we undersell ourselves. I think we did an okay job as time went by, but we were making mistakes at almost every order. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think if we, you gave us like a week, yeah. even yeah. you'd be good at that job, Chris. Yeah. I don't know. The one time somebody came back cause they didn't have nuggets in their happy meal. And, uh, well, that I, wasn't our fault. Yeah. Right. I could see nugget crumbs on your lips, but <laughs> there's a sweet sour sauce fingers. I always I have. took a couple <laughs> of fries too. So we were talking about on, on the, on the show, we're talking about jobs that Actually, you thought were kind of easy, but really weren't. We had a graduation story about, um, yeah, again, Mark, he's a grad dad. He's seen the, the dress that his daughter's going to wear and doesn't think it's appropriate. Mm-mm. So he was looking for your advice. And we also talked about uh, paranormal things because today is Paranormal Day. And, boy, we could talk about that forever. Matt is so passionate that there's no such thing. Jack is so passionate that uh, the world is, uh, we're circled with ghosts. They're yeah. all around us. Right? I'm upset we're actually talking about it in this pre-show because we have talked about it so much today. We are basically sending them personalized invites <laughs> to haunt our lives. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Ghost, here's uh-huh. my address. Come oh. on by. They're yes. not, they, we want to believe. That's the thing. You are playing thing. with fire, my friend. Movies, books, media, they all portray this image of ghosts and we. this is what we want to believe, right? It's like It's like UFOs. Oh, I don't want to get that can of worms no, started too but, either. No, but. no. But I, Matt's going to come in tomorrow morning crying because he's haunted. haunted. <laughs> My walls will be bleeding. I am so, uh, so I'm right in between you two. Like I've, I'm, I'm like with Matt. I'm like, oh God, this can't be real. But, and then Matt, in your defense, you, you talk about mediums and people like that, that, that uh, potentially talk to people from the other side. I think we all want to believe in that stuff. You know, mm-hmm. I, I even, I think about my dad. I'm always looking for signs, right? We've got yeah. this uh, solar powered light that my mom bought shortly after my dad passed away that Christmas and she said you know put this in the yard and and for a while the light wasn't working and then one night one morning as I was leaving for work I was just staring at it and all of a sudden it came on for example that's, right? I mean, you're looking for that's the key word they're looking for don't right. get me started on mediums because I think they're the worst kind of people in the world because <laughs> <laughs> they put words of your dead relatives uh-huh. it, imagine if it's not real if it's if it's real that's great that's awesome you're getting a message from your dead relatives yeah. if there's the slightest thing that what that medium's telling you is not real yeah. and not true uh-huh. then they're literally speaking for your dead relative and there's if there was somebody who spoke for my dad who passed away yeah. i would be livid right livid that they're putting words in his mouth right well your mom used to do that for him anyway right <laughs> <laughs> she's the one exception to the rule you don't have to talk to your dad your mom will tell you what he thinks still it's just kind of the way it goes uh, this part of the show brought to you by the long island medium yeah, um, <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> Teresa. <laughs> they're all legit well maybe not her but <laughs> <laughs> jack just wants to believe yeah i do want to believe but you don't want to believe and i don't i i believe enough to not Talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) You're my favorite. (laughs) But there were tons and tons of texts that we got through the show, and we didn't get to all of them. I wanted to share some of these. These are crazy. Believe it or not, the new store by the River Cree is haunted. My husband works there, and he can hear old ladies speaking Cree and their moccasins dragging on the floor. The day before, they saw a black figure outside in broad daylight, and there's a graveyard with unmarked graves right next door as well. Where's this? 
River Creek. The Costco? Right yes. across the road? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the Wendy's? Where is this yes. happening? What the new store? store. They I don't bought know. a new 55 inch TV. <laughs> what new store? And 25 pounds of grapes. There is big development out there. All right. If anybody, if you're listening to this and you're like a ghost chaser or something, somebody like this, prove yeah. me wrong. Yeah. I'd love to go out with somebody yeah. and actually see a ghost or, or what their idea of a ghost Take is. Take Matt with you and don't bring him back till his shorts are full. <laughs> <laughs> That's every day, though. It could be anything. Uh, you want another one? Ghosts are definitely real, guys. I saw one at the Alberta hospital when I was visiting my friend and was speaking to a guard on the grounds who confirmed what I saw and a few other crazy ghost stories from the compound. Yeah. What the if- thing is, all the texts we got are on basically 99% Ghosts. Yes. Like, we believe in ghosts, believe in ghosts, and I'm clearly in the minority. Yeah, yeah, it's true. What about Mike Carbonic? I've talked about that, the Kalmar skating rink, right? Uh, Mike Carbonic was a a pillar of the community in Kalmar, passed away after a hockey game, uh, had a heart attack in the parking lot, and they still believe he's there. My niece swears they've gone there for summer camps, and they can hear, like, the sound of somebody shooting pucks against the boards, and there's nobody in there. I'm just saying, I don't know. I don't know. Well, go surreal. I've changed my mind. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. <laughs> Let's get to the podcast. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Good morning. A mix of sun and cloud today with wind this morning, still high of 18 degrees. This news update is brought to you by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Well, we now know a little bit more about the body that was found inside the wall at a Calgary shopping center this week. Police say the man had crawled in on his own. They have ruled his death accidental. They say it happened last Friday evening and he was found on Monday. So this was recent. Okay. All right. So it wasn't like four years ago. No, no, it was recent. And they said they're not sure yet why he was crawling inside the women's washroom, but they just said it was definitely like on purpose, but then it was an accident that he got stuck. I have some theories, Mm. but... Don't say them. The data firm at the center of Facebook's privacy debacle is closing its doors. Cambridge Analytica has been linked to Donald Trump's 2016 presidential campaign. The shutdown comes as the firm is losing clients and facing huge legal fees from the Facebook case. Now, just a note, today marks two years since the Fort McMurray wildfires where 80,000 residents were forced from their homes. And in sports, the Canadian Elite Basketball League announced yesterday that Edmonton will have one of six teams that starts playing in 2019. Watch for your chance to help name the team this summer. And last but not least, of course, it was McHappy Day yesterday, and it was a huge success. Now, the numbers are still coming in. However, I'm sure it was one of the busiest. Everywhere I looked on Facebook, on Instagram, people were having Happy Meals. They were having Big Macs. They were at McDonald's supporting McHappy Day, which was amazing to see. Anybody needs an excuse to eat McDonald's. What a great excuse. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like when they do the uh, Dairy Queen Blizzard thing, too. It's like, oh. Miracle I, Treat Day, yes. And support a charity and have a Blizzard or a Big Mac. It's beautiful, right? Why not? Mm-hmm. And that led to our topic, of course, the hard jobs that you thought were easy until you had to do them. And I am pretty sure being at McDonald's is definitely one of them. Taking mm-hmm. orders, you think, oh, yeah, it's no big deal. Oh, man. That is a workout. You oh. guys were just busting it. <laughs> well, you well. have to remember a lot. Of yeah. what's going on. <laughs> and that's tough. Staying organized, also not a strength of mine. You know what? It was like, because we had to call out numbers. It was the first time, and I've worked with Matt for five years now, or how long have yeah, we been about together? That. Yeah, I didn't realize he was completely dyslexic until... I am. 257 yeah. would be 275. I'm yeah. like, yeah, yeah, I realized that. I thought I was dyslexic, but you're like 
on the spectrum, you're definitely more dyslexic than me. So I said, Matt, let me call the numbers because <laughs> people would just look at us stunned and I'm be like, like what? oh, that's why they're not coming. We didn't read the right number. My out. bad. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a in-the-back burger-making kind of guy. Okay. So fill in the blank. Like the McDonald's uh, job yesterday, I didn't realize this job was so busy until I did it. What was that job? People are texting in this morning. Garbage man. Oh, man, that job is uh, difficult because you never know what you're going to be picking up, right? Yeah, and I'm sure that they are not just giving you, no pun intended, a light load. I'm sure you've got a long <laughs> list of homes you got to go to. Oh, man, the repetitive stress from lifting bags all mm. day, every day. What about the text about? Another texter says, child care workers, everyone thinks they just go to work and play all day. They don't realize how hard it actually is to take care of six or eight kids by yourself. Hands down, Kennedy's Day Home, I totally agree with them. I walk in there and I'm like, oh my goodness. Where is the wine? This right? is crazy. <laughs> All right. What about you? We'd love to hear from you this morning. Uh, 780-421-1039 as well. Uh, you didn't know a job was so difficult until you did it. Let's uh, do a shout out for those uh, jobs that are tougher, that people are actually working for a living. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We're talking about all those hard-working people in the world that actually have much tougher jobs than us. Yeah, you didn't know a job was tough until you did it. Like uh, yesterday at McDonald's at McHappy Day, we're like, oh man, these people... They got to be on the ball. They got to know what they're doing. Oh, yeah. There's no daydreaming in that job. Uh-huh. So we're looking for uh, similar stories. A uh, texter says, teaching, seldom can you sit and eat your lunch and have only eight hours in a day. Managing kids all day and night, spend coaching, marking, and lesson planning. However, I still love my job. Yeah. Thank you for being your teacher. You know what? No kidding. Very, very important. I people. couldn't deal with those little monsters all no. day, every day. No, the mats and the Chris's of the world. <laughs> Yikes. That, I'd have a meltdown. Yeah. Even the decorations in the classroom, like they have to buy all of that. Yeah. It's not just here you go. Yeah. Figure it out. And uh, it doesn't help that the classroom sizes are about 100 kids per now. Yeah, it's true. All right. Uh, yes, uh, Tammy, you don't want to tell us about your job, but your husband's? Uh, he's a paramedic. Oh, man. And I get so tired of people calling them ambulance drivers. Well, all they do is drive the ambulance oh. and the doctors and nurses take care of it because they run IVs, they take care of meds, they dose, they save lives in the back of a box that's moving. And people just call them ambulance drivers, and it drives me insane. Oh, and Matt, your uh, sister is a paramedic, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, she's an EMT, and uh, I mean, yeah, the job's difficult inherently, but it's the stuff you got to see every day too and the, yeah. the people you yeah, got to deal PTSD with and just, you know. yeah and then you got to spend like hours in the hospital because they're still your patient even when they're in the hospital which is kind of weird but anyway oh yeah it's not like the states where they just drop and go yeah you know hats off to your i'm glad you mentioned that honestly uh because we always think of the police officers and the firefighters and right. we, we don't give the paramedics the the credit they deserve because uh, they are definitely like right in the middle of everything unfortunately right Exactly. They're, they're right there with the fire. They're right there with the police. Yeah. And uh, they're just called ambulance drivers, and it drives me insane. Got it. No, we completely agree. What's your uh, husband's name? Darren. Thank you, Darren, for doing what you do yes. for a living, and everybody else that does it too. It's the post-show, pre-show podcast. Uh, I think that's what it's called. Think you got uh, man, yeah. We had a lot of fun again this morning, uh, finding out, of course, that we do have uh, well some of the best jobs in the whole wide world, don't you think? Yes, we do. We're very lucky. McHappy Day yesterday, uh, Matt and I were struggling, working behind the counter. It's like, you've got to pay attention. You can't be dyslexic. 
Um, yeah. I, mean, we, I think we, you know, we undersell ourselves. I think we did an okay job as time went by. We were making mistakes at almost every order. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think if we, you gave us like a week, yeah. even yeah. you'd be good at that job, Chris. Yeah. I don't know. The one time somebody came back because they didn't have nuggets in their Happy Meal. and uh, well, That I, wasn't our fault. Yeah, right. I could see nugget crumbs on your lips. There's <laughs> a sweet crumbs. sour sauce fingers I always I have. I took a couple <laughs> of fries too. So we were talking about, on, on, the, on the show, we are talking about jobs that actually you thought were kind of easy, but really weren't. We had a graduation story about, um, yeah, again, Mark, he's a grad dad. He's seen the, the dress that his daughter's going to wear and doesn't think it's appropriate. Mm-mm. So he was looking for your advice. And we also talked about uh, paranormal things because today is paranormal day. And boy, we could talk about that forever. Matt is so passionate that there's no such thing. Jack is so passionate that uh, the world is, uh, we're circled with ghosts. They're yeah. all around us. Right? I'm upset we're actually talking about it in this pre-show because we have talked about it so much today. We are basically sending them personalized invites <laughs> to haunt our lives. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Ghost, here's uh-huh. my address. Come oh. on by. They're yes. not, they, we want to believe. That's you are the playing thing. with fire, my friend. Movies, books, media, they all portray this image of ghosts and we. this is what we want to believe, right? It's I like know. It's like UFOs. Oh, I don't want to get that can of worms no, started too either. No, but. no. I, Matt's going to come in tomorrow morning crying because he's haunted. haunted. <laughs> My walls will be bleeding. I am so, uh, so I'm right in between you two. Like I've, I'm, I'm like with Matt. I'm like, oh God, this can't be real. But, and then Matt, in your defense, you, you talk about mediums and people like that, that, that uh, potentially talk to people from the other side. I think we all want to believe in that stuff. You know, mm-hmm. I, I even, I think about my dad. I'm always looking for signs, right? We've got yeah. this uh, solar powered light that my mom bought shortly after my dad passed away that Christmas and she said you know put this in the yard and and for a while the light wasn't working and then one night one morning as I was leaving for work I was just staring at it and all of a sudden it came on for example that's, right? I mean, you're looking for that's the key word they're looking for don't right. get me started on mediums because I think they're the worst kind of people in the world because right. <laughs> they put words of your dead relatives uh-huh. Imagine if it's not real. If it's if it's real, that's great. That's awesome. You're getting a message from your dead relatives. Yeah. If there's the slightest thing that what that medium's telling you is not real yeah. and not true, uh-huh. then they're literally speaking for your dead relative. And there's, if there was somebody who spoke for my dad who passed away, yeah. I would be livid. Right. Livid that they're putting words in his mouth. Right. Well, your mom used to do that for him anyway, right? <laughs> She's the one exception to the rule. You don't have to talk to your dad. Your mom will tell you what he thinks still. It's just kind of the way it goes. Uh, this part of the show brought to you by the Long Island Medium. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> Teresa! They're all legit. Well, maybe not her, but... <laughs> Jack just wants to believe. Yeah, I do want to believe. But you don't want to believe. And I don't... I, I believe enough to not... Talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) You're my favorite. (laughs) But there were tons and tons of texts that we got through the show, and we didn't get to all of them. I wanted to share some of these. These are crazy. Believe it or not, the new store by the River Cree is haunted. My husband works there, and he can hear old ladies speaking Cree and their moccasins dragging on the floor. The day before, they saw a black figure outside in broad daylight, and there was a graveyard with unmarked graves right next door as well. Where's this? River Cree. The Costco? Right yes. across the road? Yes. <laughs> the Wendy's? Where is this yes. happening? What the new store? store. I but don't know. But bought a new 55-inch TV. <laughs> what new store? And 25 pounds of grapes. There is big development out there. All right. If anybody, if you're listening to this and you're like a ghost chaser or something, somebody like this, prove yeah. me wrong. I'd yeah. love to go out with somebody yeah. and actually see a ghost or, or what their idea of a ghost Take is. Take Matt with you and don't bring him back till his shorts are full. <laughs> <laughs> That's every day, though. But it could be anything. Uh, you want another one? Ghosts are definitely real 
guys, I saw one at the Alberta hospital when I was visiting my friend and was speaking to a guard on the grounds who confirmed what I saw and a few other crazy ghost stories from the compound. Yeah. What the if- thing is, all the texts we got are on basically 99% ghosts. Yes. Like, we believe in ghosts, believe in ghosts, and I'm clearly in the minority. Yeah, yeah, it's true. What about Mike Car- Carbonic? I've talked about that, the Calmar oh, skating right. rink, right? Uh, Mike Carbonic was a, a pillar of the community in Calmar, passed away after a hockey game, uh, had a heart attack in the parking lot, and they still believe he's there. My niece swears they've gone there for summer camps, and they can hear, like, the sound of somebody shooting pucks against the boards, and there's nobody in there. I'm just saying, I don't know. I don't know. Well, it goes surreal. I've changed my mind. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to the podcast. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Because we're talking about uh, jobs that, you know what, don't get the credit they deserve, to be, you know, being difficult or tough, like working at a McDonald's or a Tim Hortons drive through Got this text in all caps. What about a flight attendant? Mm. When I first became a flight attendant seven years ago, I thought I would just prance around in a cute suit dress, smiling and cookie pushing. Whoa, (laughs) was I wrong. On top of dealing with kids barfing left, right and center, moms changing their baby's diapers and trying to hand you it when you're serving coffee. We have the drunk passenger, passengers in general who seem to check their brains with their luggage and forget how to be decent human beings as soon as they board. Plus, we have annual training exams that you must pass and endure every year. Kudos to all my Sky friends out there. I would call and share some fun stories, but I'm on my way to work. A 13-hour day of flying. At the end of it all, I still love my job. There you go. Thank There's, you for doing that. That's, that's a great point. Oh, man. Something about that metal tube in the sky that makes people animals. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I, something that maybe, I don't know if it's as difficult, but very difficult would be working security at an airport, too. Uh, oh, because yeah. people, TSA. You know, and again, same thing. We just we just turn our brains off. Like, you just kind of walk in a line, and, and they're telling you to do things, and you're not following yeah, along. What? Oh, yeah, I do have this in my pocket. Oops. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. I shouldn't have this Bowie knife in my backpack. <laughs> All right. Now, okay, you actually, uh, Karen, are, are a bus driver. Uh, it must be a little bit better now that the kids are more uh, occupied with their phones and things like that than it was when I was a kid on the bus. Well, yeah, but there's not as much discipline now as there used to right, be. So right. So it makes it even more hard, when especially our, when you spare drive like the, I do. The right. best is because in a car, dad's old big old bear paw can still reach <laughs> in the back seat and give you a swat if you're oh, a bus driver. I don't want to touch them because I don't, I don't want to write a report. No. You can no. throw um. stuff. No, yeah, yeah. Hey, thank you so much for doing what you do. And you're right. If you're doing it part-time, it's like the substitute teacher. That's a tough oh, go. Yeah. Man. Yeah, well, the joke is we have all our problems behind us, sometimes 72 at a time. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Thank you for calling. All right. Jim, tell us about your tough job. Well, everybody said paving was an easy job. I bought a paving company two years ago, and I'll tell you, it ain't easy. No, no. Honestly, I don't think anybody's ever said paving's easy. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. But we're talking about uh, jobs that are more difficult than people would think. For example... Yes, lots of texts coming in. Sydney from the Fort says, what about a cell phone cell, uh, sales rep? Mm. We get the brunt of everything when someone is mad. 
It's just people are inherently angry at yeah. phone companies. Yeah. Because so, they charge so much exactly. money. But those <laughs> people don't the, make the money. That's the point, yeah. right? So they, they, yeah, that's what Sydney's saying. Yes. Another texter says, uh, what about people who count the bottles in bottle depots? It's really gross. And there's a big sting factor. Okay. I was glad to hear that I'm not the only one that brings the big garbage bags full of oh, no. some bottles, maybe some garbage, and then you dump it all out there. I'm like, oh, I always feel bad, but I don't <laughs> change I don't <laughs> They change always my tell ways. me, ma'am, this doesn't count. This does <laughs> No, you can't bring us in. Oh, man. <laughs> it's a, yeah, yeah. It's a, but they're really good at counting in five and ten increments. Uh-huh. Another yep. texture says drilling rig, seven yeah. to eight hours sleep in 24 hours. You don't see your family for three to four months straight. It's hard, but it's worth it. There you go. All right. Well, thank you for doing those hardworking jobs. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. All right, that music can only mean one thing. It's time for Don't Blow It for Everyone. Three contestants all in it together. If they all get their answers right, they're true or false. They're all going to Lanco at uh, Cook County Saloon on July 12th. If one of them gets it wrong, they blow it for everyone. As we say good morning to Dustin, Steve, and Denise. How are you guys doing today? Great. All right. This Great. is this is fun. We got two guys and a girl. So we're yeah. going to leave you, Denise, to the very end to, to, to you know bring it home, so to speak. How does that sound? Let's just okay, let, let's hope. That, yeah. Hopefully, <laughs> let's hope Dustin and Steve. Us girls can do it. There's not a lot of confidence in their voices. But <laughs> we're we're going to find out right now. All right. Question number one: True or false? Jack, go to Dustin. Okay, Dustin. True or false? The Shaw Conference Center's naming rights are up for grabs. True. Yeah, it is. Good job. Yeah, he thought about that question long and hard, and then he got the right answer. Okay, uh, Steve, you're up next. How do you feel right now? <laughs> okay, it's not really letting on. All right, <laughs> Steve, true or false? There are five members of Lanco. Uh, false. Oh, I'm sorry. There are indeed five members of the band. Uh, now you'll never forget it. <laughs> 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 and for the record, we had to Google it, too, so don't feel too bad. I am sorry, guys. Uh, Denise, you understand, right? Oh, totally. Yeah, and, oh, du- and nice. D- Dustin, you're okay, maybe? Oh, it happens. It happens. Yeah, All right. All right. Steve, we- how do you feel? Meh? Uh, miss. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. We're going to get you. Ch- I feel bad. I'm uh, don't feel bad. Aww. We're, we're going to give you guys all, all a chance to play and win again tomorrow morning. We'll play the game at the same time. Seven, okay. Six uh, thirty-five tomorrow morning. All right. That music can only mean one thing. It's time for Don't Blow It for mm. Everyone. Three contestants all in it together. If they all get their answers right, they're true or false. They're all going to Lanco at uh, Cook County Saloon on July 12th. If one of them gets it wrong, they blow it for everyone. As we oh. say good morning to Dustin, Steve, and Denise. How are you guys doing today? Great. All right. This Great. is this is fun. We got two guys and a girl. So we're yeah. going to leave you, Denise, to the very end to, 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 you know, bring it home, so to speak. How does that sound? Let's okay. just, let, let's hope, that. hopefully, <laughs> let's hope Dustin and Steve. Us girls can do it. There's not a lot of confidence in their voices. But <laughs> we're we're going to find out right now. All right. Question number one, true or false, Jack, go to Dustin. Okay, Dustin, true or false, the Shaw Conference Center's naming rights are up for grabs. True. Yeah, it is. Good job. Yeah, he thought about that question long and hard, and then he got the right answer. Okay, uh, Steve, you're up next. How do you feel right now? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, it's not really letting on. All right. (laughs) Steve, true or false, there are five members of Lanco. Uh, False? 
Oh, I'm sorry. There are indeed five members of the band. Uh, now you'll never forget it. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> and for the record, we had to Google it too. So don't feel too bad. I am sorry, guys. Uh, Denise, you understand, right? Oh, totally. Yeah. And, Whoa, du- and nice. D- Dustin, you're okay, maybe? Oh, it happens. It happens. Yeah, all right. All, all right. Steve, we- how do you feel? Meh? Uh, miss. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. We're going to get you. I feel bad. I'm sorry. Uh, don't feel bad. Aww. We're going to give you guys all, all a chance to play and win again tomorrow morning. We'll play the game at the same time. Seven, okay. 6 uh, 35 tomorrow morning. There's Toby Keith and should have been a cowboy. Kissing in the morning with Chris Jack and Matt. It's a 6.53. I'm not sure if you wore your cowboy hat yesterday for hats on for a, a, right. a mental illness and mental awareness. Uh, there was a lot of people wearing their hats yesterday. Uh, well, Matt and I were wearing them at McDonald's uh, as we were working behind the uh, counter. And the one young guy come up and he said, hey. I said, yeah. He says, normally people don't wear hats when they work here. <laughs> and I said, well, we're not normal. And he agreed. Very true. He was also eating a stick of pepperoni, which was odd. I don't know. Can you get that at McDonald's? No. (laughs) He brought it in, but he wasn't satisfied, obviously. Outside food. (laughs) It was was odd. It was a lot of odd things going on, but I'm sure millions was raised across the country for Ronald Mm -hmm. McDonald's. We had a chance to actually hang out with some of the uh, Ronald McDonald House families that were there in the play place. I wanted to just hang out there. And one of them was actually heading home yesterday from the house. They had been here for a couple days, and she was saying we had to stop for McHappy Day first. In Regina, they were yes. going home, by the way. So there's a reminder how the stallery helps people across the country. And Ronald McDonald House needs to you know, be the place where they stay while they're here. So uh, if you were uh, involved yesterday, that was pretty awesome. Coming up in the next few moments, we've got a dad who's texted us. He's got an issue with his daughter's grad dress, and he's looking for your advice. We'll get to that. But getting back to McDonald's, Allison, you actually work at McDonald's, and Matt asked the question, you know, what is the most difficult thing to do at McDonald's? I find um, drive-through. Mm. How come? Uh, I, I just find it because you're not face-to-face with the person who's ordering their food. Right, right. So there's that little loss in translation bit. Do you ever judge people for the amount of food that they get if it's just one person in the drive-through? No. Okay. I don't. I don't know about others, but I, I don't. I, feel like, I find, like, sometimes I make excuses and say, well, this is for my whole family. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> I'll get uh, 85 nuggets and a Diet Coke. I'm trying to watch my figure. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. In less than an hour at 8 o'clock, your chance to win those Shania Twain tickets to one of her big shows, which is coming up uh, next week. Uh, speaking of big shows, graduation. I don't know. We called it grad prom. What's the difference? Grad. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we called it grad. I think it's grad in Canada, prom in the States. That's the difference. So graduation is coming. And uh, Mark, a dad, texted us at 103939 uh, Kissing Court this morning. Basically, he's not sure that his daughter's grad dress is appropriate. And uh, he's the only one in the family that has that opinion. It sounds like his wife is okay with it. His daughter obviously is okay with it. That she mm-hmm. picked it out. So he's wondering what he can do, if anything. He's just not sure it's going to show the family in the best light that night of graduation. Ross says, as a father that's going to be going through this next year, I have all the confidence in my daughter's choice to wear what makes her feel special that day. Hmm. I think Ross is saying, just let her wear it. All right. Another texter says, don't even go there. If mom was okay with it at the time of purchase, this is her day to shine. There you go. Don't rock the boat, baby. Tip the boat over. Stay out of it. All right, Kelly, at 780-421-1039, what do you think? Well, first of all, I raised three girls myself, and they've all gone through the graduation process. Yes. And I think that as a father, he should be proud that his daughter does not have a problem with her body image. Okay. Right. Yes. 
And uh, I think that as a young adult, she has the choice to wear what she wants to wear and be proud of who she is. Okay. Sounds like you raised three pretty well-adjusted daughters. I'm pretty proud of them, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so what, what kind of dresses did they have? The first one was pretty risque. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the other two were pretty conventional, but they had their, their little bits that I wasn't too impressed with as a mom. But Your daughter's first dress, you weren't exactly thrilled, but you know what? You just let her do her thing. I did, and she came back with a lot of self-confidence. She had a great time at her prom, and you only get one prom, right? Yeah. What about her uh, prom date? I was pretty impressed. All my girls had gentlemen, so I was very lucky. There, nice. There Eyes go. upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you for, um, I guess, uh, well, getting involved in, in, in the conversation we're having this morning. Mark, basically the dad, uh, he's seen his grad dress for his daughter's upcoming graduation. Mm-hmm. He doesn't think it's appropriate. He's concerned about how everybody else is going to think. And, you know, dads, I mean, we've, I've, I've been there, done that. I'm just like, oh, maybe we should uh, go back upstairs and try on something else. You know, I mean, you do just that. Just out of there. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't ever work, but, you know, dads kind of are that way typically. Anyway, so that's Mark. He's asking for your advice this morning about the grad dress. What should he do? This texter has some advice. She should wear the dress. Besides a wedding day, a grad day is just as as special to girls. So they should get to choose the dress that they want to wear and Mm. makes them feel pretty. But perhaps you could get her a little shawl or a little scarf to wrap around. That'll get a poncho. All right. (laughs) Yeah, rain jacket. As long as it's clear. Okay. Uh, Simone at 780-421-1039. What do you think? This topic frustrates me so much because I'm so old school thinking, cover yourself up. Wow. Thank you, Simone. <laughs> I'm so frustrated with all the, gener- like my generation and the younger generation, you're not entitled to show your body to everybody. I'm sorry. I don't want to see it. And it's got nothing to do with me thinking that wearing provocative clothing means you're asking for it. It's got nothing to do with your body image and everything to do with your respecting me by covering yourself because I don't want to see that. But in the same sense, Matt wants to see it. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. If that's what you want to do in your private life, then that's on you. You're not in charge of anybody else's body, so you don't get to make those decisions. Yeah. And and I, I get that, and I'm not trying to say that I am, but for my personal opinion, I don't want to see their ample bosom or lack thereof. I don't want to see the shape of a man's genitals because he's wearing such skin-tight clothing. That's my bad. Dad Mark has seen his daughter's graduation dress for upcoming grad, and it makes him feel uncomfortable, and he thinks it's going to do that for others in the family, and uh, so he wants to know what he can do at 103.939. This person says, honestly, this generation has changed from the past. If this dad thinks his daughter's dress is too much, there will be worse ones out there. Don't worry. And to boot, there are also dads that don't care, so hats off to him for actually caring. Okay, there you go. Uh, Roscoe, you're a dad. What do you think? got a few years to go before my daughter's there, but uh, I, I'm pretty firm belief that if mom is all right with it and you've raised your daughter all right as a father, typically we got to pick and choose our battles. And this isn't a battle he should get all up in arms in. He should just kind of voice his opinion, and that's that. Let, let it go as it's going to go. Fight the good fight and lose and look ridiculous, or you can voice your opinion. Later, have the advantage of being able to say, well, I tried to tell you. Not a told you so. 
But I, I tried to, to tell, tell you. you. Oh, good line. That's beautiful. Roscoe, thanks for calling. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. It's going to be quite a night at graduation. It's upcoming, and uh, Dad Mark uh, reached out to us with a text at 103939 basically saying he's seen his daughter's dress. It's a little inappropriate in his view. His uh, wife is okay with it. His daughter's okay with it. He doesn't know what to do. These texts came in right after one another. This person says, my daughter graduated last year, and her dress was drop-dead gorgeous. I say, if you've got it, flaunt it. Another person says, beauty's on the inside. You don't need to show your whole body and think that's what's going to make you pretty all night. It might draw attention, but not in a nice way. All right. Uh, Heather, uh, 780-421-1039. So my niece um, was 18 years old, and the night before her grad, she came downstairs in her dress and said, Daddy, how do I look? And he said, honey, you look beautiful. I can't wait till tomorrow. Well, they didn't make it to grad. She went into labor. Okay. I think the dress is the least of his worries. (laughs) (laughs) I think perspective was just put in place. Yep. (laughs) This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Kissing in the morning with Chris Sheets, Jacqueline Sweeney, and Matt DeBurst. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll revisit this whole uh, grad dress thing coming up again uh, in the eight, uh, probably about eight thirty or so this morning because people have opinions Ooh, on this yeah. thing, no doubt about that. And what Dad Mark should do about his uh, daughter's what he thinks is an inappropriate dress coming up in twenty five minutes. It's your chance to go to Shania Twain. She doesn't wear anything inappropriate, does she? No, never. No. It's, always, it's tight. It's always appropriate. <laughs> and your chance to, to, to be there when Shania's at Roger's Place next week, that is coming up. But right now, we say good morning to our buddy who works here, and now more behind the scenes, doing a lot of great work at the radio station, Steph Hansen. Good morning, Steph. Hello. Hey. Thank you for joining us this morning. You're welcome. Uh, you had an exciting thing happen to you yesterday. You got <laughs> to work, but it was more difficult because what happened? Well... Our garage door got stuck. Mm-hmm. So my car is actually trapped inside my garage. Isn't that something? <laughs> hey? Can you not lift it up? No, we tried. You know, the, the red thing you pull, we yeah, pulled that. The emergency uh, cord. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> that thing. That's everybody's go-to. It always exactly. says, do not pull. Yeah. I know. John pulled it. He pulled it, and we can't get it up. You can't. We can't. Get- Both of us. Like, we're... I like to think we're strong people. Yeah. It's not going up. Well, we've had that happen at our place, too, when the spring goes. By the way, don't try to f- do anything with your garage door springs without a professional involved because you absolutely could kill yourself. That's Noted. true. Okay, good but, to know. Yeah, for real. But I bet you there's others that have got stories, too. Have you ever been trapped uh, or has your vehicle been trapped in your garage? You know, and maybe Or in a parkade or anything like just, that. Yeah. I've had that happen, too. Yeah? <laughs> Whoa. Yes. Sounds oh. like you should start walking. <laughs> the power went out and I couldn't get out. <laughs> okay. That's unti- so scary. You know, and some of those worst time times that it happens for you, like you're about to have a baby, maybe I don't know. Help, you know? I'm stuck. Yeah, Can't not get the out. baby though. Seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine. You can also text us at one zero three nine three nine. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. All right, Steph Hansen, that works at the radio station, got stuck in her garage yesterday. She couldn't get the door up, so she had to find another way to get to work. We're looking for those kind of stuck stories this morning. Texter says, I was stuck in a shell car wash. The thing just started up and all the doors were down. Ooh. You know what? I think I saw you. If this was the Rabbit Hill Road location, I watched it. This person just stayed in there. They just got stuck. Just hanging out. Yeah. But did it just keep washing the vehicle? Yes. And then it would open the door and then close really quick. (laughs) <laughs> they just want, they're just scooping everybody else's washes. That's what I thought. Yeah, well, that's cool until, like, where's your paint right off your vehicle? Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, another text at 103939 about Starbucks. Yes, it sounds embarrassing, but I got my ambulance stuck in a Starbucks drive through once. So many questions about that one. Hmm. 
Oh, some of those drive throughs are tight. Yeah. We can't drive Bobby's truck through it. No. Yeah, no. Know the height of your vehicles, people. <laughs> All <laughs> yeah. right. Uh, thank you. We'd love to hear from you this morning. 780-421-1039. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Okay, uh, something that's not fake is uh, Steph Hansen uh, from this radio station as well got stuck in her garage yesterday. The garage door just wouldn't open. They couldn't use the emergency thing to open it. Like, you know, when you don't have power, they couldn't get out. So she was stuck. We're looking for those kind of stories this morning. Taylor texted in and says, my car got stuck in our garage when the water froze the door shut. It Mm. was so thick that we used a tiger torch to melt the ice. And then it was frozen again when I got home from work. So the car couldn't go back in until it dried up. You look at the weather right now and you can't believe we live in a world like that. But we do. Mm-hmm. We're we're tiger torches and frozen doors. Eight months a year. Uh, <laughs> hey, you know what, guys? What? Our buddy Closette has a great garage door story. Oh. Let's, let's call her, see if she okay. wants to talk. Hello? Closette? Yeah? It's Chris, Jack, and Matt. Um, oh, no, not again, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're talking this morning about um, getting stuck in your garage. And, no, I haven't. Well, I know you haven't because for people like Steph Hansen, who said she was stuck in her garage and others that have been stuck in their garage for whatever reason and can't get the garage door open, you can tell them that you can actually blow right through it, right? Just back right out. <laughs> Don't worry about anything else. How just many, go. Yeah, just to review the story, how many times have you backed through your garage door? Twice. Just twice. <laughs> well, that's just, fair. Just. And what was the time period between the accidents? Um, maybe Two weeks. That's it fair. Before, it was before the garage door people came and fixed it. Oh, yeah. good timing. You just wanted to get your money's worth. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Kiss in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. Uh, there's John Party and Head Over Boots. Matt hit the song. Yeah, any man of mine. Shania Twain is coming to Rogers Place on May 9th. The 10th going to be a couple of fantastic shows. You know that for a fact. And Stephanie and Rachel are going to play the Any Man of Mine contest right now. How are you ladies doing today? Good, thanks. All right, awesome. So the whole premise is Jack has got some very famous celebrity ladies, and you guys just got to tell us which uh, man, their man, you know, hooks up with them, so to speak. <laughs> and basically, it's one of these fun game shows where you just got to, if you know the answer when she says it, just scream out your name. And if you're the first one in, you get the first chance. But if you get it wrong, uh, that's a negative. So you want to make sure you got the right answer. You understand how the game works? Yes. All right, Jack. Uh, question number one. Whose man is? Nicole Kidman. We're going to give it to Rachel because she buzzed in. You got to buzz in. Your name is your buzzer. Okay, Rachel, what's the answer? Uh, Keith Urban. There you go. One point for Rachel. So you understand how it works now? Yes, I do. Okay, I understand. I I don't follow instruction well either. I get it. All right, number two. Faith Hill. Stephanie. Okay, I heard Stephanie first. Tim McGraw. Yeah. Nice. It's tied at 1-1. Now, we should say the first to three wins. Okay, go ahead. Trisha Yearwood. Rachel. I heard Rachel. Garth Brooks. Okay, yeah. Rachel's up two to one. All right, Steph, you got to get this one, okay? Okay. All right, go ahead. June Carter. Rachel. Yes, Rachel? Johnny Cash. Yes, Rachel, you're a winner. Steph, All right. Steph you didn't stand a chance. Rachel oh. is like you. She's like, you're like the Connor McDavid of this contest. <laughs> All right, you're going to Shania Twain, and and we'll give you another chance to play and hopefully win tomorrow, Steph, at this time, okay, at 8 o'clock. Thank you. Have a great day. All right. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. An absolutely beautiful Thursday morning. It's 8.15. Or is it beautiful? Because today is Paranormal Day. Oh, no. 
Now, here's the thing. We were going to talk about this earlier in the show, but Jack's like, I don't want to talk about it when it's still dark outside. And I said, the, That's s- true. the sun rises at 5.57. She's like, I'm still creeped out by it. You can never be too careful. And the more you talk about ghosts, the more you welcome them into your life. <laughs> it's oh, true. Really? It's true. So like, we can only do a little bit and then that's it. I picture Jack in a lab coat holding up a beaker, yeah. doing ghost research, saying, yep. That's it. Okay. Well, you know what? My take on ghosts is when I was younger, I was like a true believer and I was get creeped out by everything. When I was a little kid, man, when I went down in the basement in the cold room Mm -hmm. to get the potatoes, I used to run up those stairs because something was going to grab my leg. But now as I get older, I'm less concerned about that stuff, like less concerned about that stuff. And I'm wondering... I think the one house we lived in, I was pretty sure was haunted, but maybe it was just in my mind. It's you in know? your head. Yeah. Your because Matt, a Matt's a completely yeah, disbeliever. I'm a staunch disbeliever. If this was true, if yeah. ghosts were real, yeah. it would be the biggest discovery in human history. Right. It is. Think about it. Why wouldn't like the, the smartest minds from NASA and SpaceX be sitting in a room saying, we have to find a way to talk to these people in the afterlife? They mm. are. They're not. <laughs> it's some guy on the History Channel in the dark with the nightlight. <laughs> It's not, ghosts aren't real. Your mind's a powerful thing. Yeah, Jack. Matt, I wish you were right, but you were just inviting a ghost to show you it's real. Okay, come on in, ghost. (laughs) Do not say that in my presence. (laughs) I'm out of here. I'm primed for a haunting. Yeah. Yeah. I, so was the, yeah, the ghost just started the commercials. <laughs> I don't know how what just happened there. But anyway, so there you go. Okay, ghosts or not, are you a believer or not believer? Text us now or call us, 780-421-1039. We would love to hear from you this morning. We're going to go into traffic now because the ghosts have taken uh, control of the room. Go ahead. Looking like a very nice back half of the morning drive. Not much in the way of big delays. A couple slow-moving sections of traffic still left over. If you're traveling along the southwest leg of the Anthony, Henday eastbound in between Rabbit Hill Road and 111th Street. Still a bit busy. We're also noticing a little bit of a delay on the white mud east and westbound around the 75th Street overpass. And if you're traveling along Gateway Boulevard, still noticing some sections of stop and go traffic between 34th Avenue and the white mud drive overpass. Need a new washing machine with over 40 years in the appliance business? Coast Appliances knows washers. Two coast locations in Edmonton. See their flyer online at coastappliances.com. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Jack, does this song make you scared? No, this is kind of like a fun ghost song, so it's okay. This <laughs> great child, baby. <laughs> this song, fun fact, guys, was number one the day I was born. Really? It's totally not Ray Charles. It's, what is this guy's name? Ray I Parker. Ray Parker. Oh, Ray Parker Jr. <laughs> not Ray Charles. <laughs> Ray Charles can't. Never mind. All right. Okay. <laughs> Carry on. So, Paranormal Day, we're talking about ghosts. And if you believe, I say yes, you have to believe, but you can't talk about them so much because then they come into your life. Matt says, no way. Danica, she texted in, I used to think ghosts and spirits were made up just like Matt until I saw my grandfather in my kitchen three days after he passed away. I blinked and he was gone. I'm definitely a believer now. Your mind's a powerful thing. I'm so sorry for your loss. It's just like, you see what you want to see, you believe what you want to believe. If you look at it from a rational perspective, 
There's a good chance there's an explanation for every single ghost encounter you've had. Okay, what about this? Ghosts are absolutely real, says the texter. We have a ghost in our house. He would open and close doors, turn the TV on and off, and mess with the lights. We would just yell at him to cut it out, and it would stop for a while. Sounds like you need an electrician. Or that sounds like you got a teenager living in that yeah. house. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Well, you really do make this job easy. Thank you so much uh, for uh, allowing us to be part of your day and sharing all your unbelievable stories. Paranormal day today, so we're asking your ghost real. Oh, boy. Hit that music, Matt. Okay, here we go. Yeah. There it is. Oh, okay. This is a happy ghost song. From the ghost soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. Makes you want to make pottery, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No ghosting in my pottery barn. <laughs> All right. Anyway, what are folks saying, Jack? Ghosts are absolutely real. One night, my entire family was downstairs watching a movie, and no one was upstairs. Long story short, we paused the movie because someone called, and we could literally hear the footsteps upstairs. No one was there. Time to get a DVD player. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes, Donnie. Well, yeah, I don't know if I'm voice of reason, but uh, I've certainly not seen any ghosts. But last weekend, we were doing a show at the Empress Theater in Fort McLeod. And uh, the sound guy, sound guy's telling me that uh, some people come walking in the door and he asked them how they got in and they said, oh, it's the, the guy with the uh, overalls and the, and the hat let us in. And he shook his head and he went, oh, that's Ed. Yes, yes. What? I have been to the Fort McLeod Empress Theater and I heard all about the ghost. This is yes. like a kid with a shark fin in the water. There's just some guy coming in with overalls <laughs> pretending to be Ed. Hey, you want to be Ed today? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. There's the James Parker Band, and we go good together. I hope you think that we go good together. My name is Chris Sheets, Jacqueline Sweeney to my right, and straight ahead so I can keep my eye on that paranormal <laughs> sucker, Matt DeBurs. Hey, yeah, that's hey. pretty much it for us today. Thank you so much for uh, being a part of the show. Somebody just texted and said, will this radio show be available to listen to online? I want to hear other people's stories. The answer to that question is absolutely mm-hmm. Heck yeah, wherever you get your podcast, whether that's iTunes or Google Play, you just search Chris, Jack, and Matt, we'll pop up. We have a new one every single day. And we're trying something new. Uh, we started yesterday where we have a little bit of a, a pre-conversation about what we just had. Yeah, you get and, a little extra. Yeah, so we'll probably talk more about this ghosty, ghosty story, I'm guessing, mm-hmm. right? We got some good stuff to talk about. Oh, okay, so that's uh, coming up again. Uh, go to kissnfm.com as well. You can find us there. Uh, one final uh, conversation about this whole paranormal thing and our ghost reel. Matt says no, Jack says yes, and... Uh, uh, yeah, Debbie, you've got the final uh, take on it. I am constantly being called to people's homes to cleanse them of spirits and everything else. So I've had my encounters, you know. So let me tell you, I very much believe in the paranormal because I've experienced it. Can you please, the next time you go to a house, pick Matt up and take him with yes, you? Yes, I'd love to go. <laughs> I don't think you want to see some of the places we've gone to. I've literally gone to places where the walls are bleeding, where you'll be in the middle of doing a cleansing and something will be tossed at your head and there's nothing there. Let's oh, do like it. it. You need to go. I want to see the worst of the worst. No. I want to say bleeding walls, zombies, demons, everything. <laughs> Toasters flying. You're going to regret this. Well, you know, let me tell you guys, it's not as visual as what the movies make it out to be. Really? It's more usually a coalescing of negative energy that has kind of coalesced in the home. Coalescing you know? of negative energy. Well, Hang on a second. I think you've just described Matt DeBurs. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.